0: Welcome back to another wonderful episode of TopCast. Today, we'll be continuing with our theme of future-proof service delivery, focusing on sustainable self-service. What does this mean? How can we apply this to our new reality? All that and more shall be covered today. Let's get into it. What's going on everybody? Thanks for tuning in once again. Today we are bringing back service management consultant Yash Parikh to break down some of his experiences with top desk customers over the last several months. Welcome Yash.
1: Thank you Braden, for having me back on.
0: Yeah, man, it should be pretty fun. I'm looking forward to having this discussion with you today. I feel like uh, you know we've we've had plenty of experience um, over the last t- 12 months, I guess, um, with the changing changing aspects in in service desks, and especially you, obviously working directly with our customers. So I'm looking forward to uh, picking your brain a little bit today about uh, you know sustainable self-service. So my plan for today is to learn a bit more about. Uh, some of the self-service issues departments were facing prior to the pandemic and maybe how they combated those rapid changes and how they can be best set up for the future. So I guess to kick things off, um, what were some of the goals uh, service departments you were working with were striving toward pre-pandemic related to improving self-service?
1: yeah i would say um pre-pandemic um a lot of the goals were were pretty common uh, amongst most customers i would say one of our earliest goals is to make sure we have uh, a self-service portal up and running uh, and it's not a self-service portal then some means for our customers to reach out to our it department uh, or any uh, services department um, that's quite common another goal would be to make sure we have a good knowledge base where we're able to go ahead and empower our customers to um enable self-service using manuals and uh frequently asked questions pages and and all sorts of means to make sure that we have the knowledge uh, needed to go and help our customers
0: yeah absolutely and i think um at least my understanding is those while those things were goals um they might not necessarily have been in place for a, a lot of organizations not just our customers but maybe you know other service departments as well so um you know how important was it to have those things, I guess, up and running when everything hit?
1: I think you hit the nail on the head, Braden. Pretty much, um, those things were were good goals before the pandemic, but it became quite clear that um, their importance and their significance rose quickly when the pandemic hit. They were almost essentials. Uh, maybe not. Maybe I don't want to go that far, but they were they were way more important in terms of people's priorities than they were before the pandemic, because as you know. When, when you have time to do things, you're kind of like, you're, you're okay with putting it off a little bit more. Whereas when a situation, an emergency situation arises, you realize that uh, if only I had spent more time before the pandemic working on this, we would have been in a much better spot. So organizations quickly realized that, um, you know, this was a quite a high priority.
0: Yeah, I think I think we can touch on that in a little bit again as well. Um, one question I'm kind of, you know, Uh, comes up, I guess, in my head right away is, uh, you know, every single organization, regardless of if you're a school board or any other organization for that matter, um, basically, everyone has, you know, people that they support that sort of expected to be able to walk up to the service desk and have their problem either resolved or or being handled in some way, shape, or form just by, you know, approaching the service desk and having having a conversation with somebody. So for those kinds of people who may not be used to or may not be so inclined to use a self-service portal, um, I guess, what are your top three tips for, you know, those kind of people now that they're working from home or maybe making service desks have a, uh, a better approach to you know dealing with people who might not be as comfortable with self-service portals
1: yeah and i think that's a, that's a valid concern there's a lot of people um, in organizations who just aren't comfortable with how quickly technology is um, quickly growing but i think in terms of, of self-service uh, what what we'll find is now even in our personal lives there's a level of um, self-service or service that customers expect like um, with Amazon, with whatever company they use on your on your free time, there's a certain level. There's a certain level of quality assurance that that customers uh, expect and then when they come to work, they expect those similar levels of of quality when they're when they're asking their questions. And so for the people who are not as comfortable using, you know, the Internet or technology or the self service portal, I would say it's important to iterate to them that. Um, in the long run, this is, this is essentially just going to make your life a little bit easier. Uh, I, I understand that change is difficult, and you know, learning something new can be quite a challenge. But I just want to iterate to those people that um, although it'll require some work in the in the front end, I think it'll pay off in the long end because it will save you a lot of time, effort, and and overall, it'll just be easier for you to get your questions answered uh, a lot quicker and a lot more efficiently.
0: And I guess for uh, the service department perspective like what what are some strategies that they could maybe take to you know make make that transition for those people a little bit smoother
1: yeah I think it's important as a service uh, department to identify who those people are and and perhaps if they need some sort of training or some sort of documentation on how to navigate to the self-service portal and then once they're on the self-service portal what is the best way to go ahead and and ensure that they find the services that they need um, the other thing service departments can do is make sure you have really good keywords so that um, when people search things on your self-service portal, they find exactly what they're looking for because those keywords are automatically set. Um, so those are just little things that go a long way in in helping someone transition to a new way of, of working.
0: All right. So I guess tying into a little bit what we talked about uh, before there as well, uh, what were some of the preventative measures uh, your customers took to ensure that their departments would run smoothly, given these circumstances that have obviously adjusted? Maybe, uh, you know, maybe you have a specific example in mind.
1: I do have a specific example in mind. This is quite specific to, to the pandemic. Um, so what was happening is I was working with a, a school board uh, before the pandemic actually and we started you know, implementing Topdesk and we were just doing the normal module, self-service portal, et cetera, et cetera. And then the pandemic hit and um, their management team realized that they had a bunch of PPE uh, equipment that they needed to manage somehow. They need to keep track of his inventory and they didn't know what tool to use. And so they kind of added that to the scope of, of Topdesk. So we took a couple of consultancy days within within the pandemic to go ahead and get item management up and running so that they're able to go ahead and manage their their PPE uh, sufficiently and, and their inventory sufficiently. So that was quite unexpected. We didn't plan for that when we first started implementing Topdesk. We didn't know we'd use Topdesk for that reason, but you know, when life uh, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. So we ended up we ended up going that way. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I think that's a that's a great example too. Um, and, and, you know, it doesn't necessarily uh, deal directly with self-service, but it, it definitely applies to this situation because you know you have to be you have to have the agility as a service department to adapt to whatever changes are thrown your way. So I think that's awesome.
1: I do have another example for uh, specifically self-service. I would say with a similar customer with the same school board, essentially we went live with the self-service portal a little bit before the pandemic hit. Um, And so they found it quite beneficial that, I think the timing worked out, we didn't know the pandemic was gonna happen of course, but timing worked out where they transitioned from their old tool, which wasn't uh, as great in terms of self-service to a tool where they had a better knowledge management system ready like Topdesk and we ended up um, going live right before the pandemic, and it actually helped them a lot in terms of call volumes, in terms of managing a lot of the, those questions when people were transitioning from working from home.
0: Yeah, and I think for the, you know those organizations now that maybe don't have a self-service portal set up or it isn't optimized to work that efficiently, that example right there kind of lends itself to uh, the importance of having one that, that works the way you need it to. So that's uh, that's an awesome example as well. Uh, earlier in this episode we we kind of discussed some tips that you had for you know those who were maybe uh, struggling with the transition now working from home and not being able to go to a service desk so do you have any f- uh, suggestions for uh, things that an organization should stop doing to mature in their self-service and create a more sustainable department
1: uh, yeah, so in in addition to everything that we discussed, knowledge base, um, having good keywords, et cetera, et cetera, if you are a customer and you want your um, employees to adopt the self-service portal more, I think there's a couple of things that need to be done. One, you have to be there in order to train employees who aren't familiar or comfortable with using the self-service portal. I think the the better equipped they are at at doing that through trainings, the more our adoption rate will be and the more likely they are to actually continuously use the self-service portal. The other one is, I know there's a lot of organizations who have multiple ways of, of receiving tickets, whether it's emails or calls or in-person. And I can imagine a lot of employees have been using a specific way to log their tickets for so long that something new like the self-service portal, they're probably not going to adopt if the other options are still available. So I would advise my customers that if you really just want your self-service portal to be one of the few options in which you can and receive tickets, then it's best to slowly nudge them in that direction and kind of phase out the other ways of receiving tickets if they're too much for you to manage. Now this is obviously a case-by-case scenario, but that's something I would advise for good self-service portal adoption.
0: From our discussion today, what can IT managers still action given the circumstances this year?
1: I think in terms of things that you can action, um, if you haven't done any of the things discussed already, like ha- have a good self service portal with a good knowledge base, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera, I think those are the first things uh, on your priority. However, for uh, for for organizations who want to be a little, little bit more um, proactive uh, in, in what's to come, I would say it's best to go ahead and focus on on improving what's already there, and identifying areas in which you struggle. I think it's good that we take 2021 and 2020 and reflect really on how we handled the pandemic. What were our strengths, what were our weaknesses? And then identifying those weaknesses will give us a a clear list of our priorities and what we need to focus on in the future. And I think now is the time more than ever to to realize that being proactive pays off. Being proactive is really the way to go. Um, And so, in order to start being proactive, we have to be reflective first and then think about what, what we need to improve.
0: I think that ties this episode up quite nicely with a pretty bow. Um, touched on pretty much everything we could about sustainable self-service. So um, yeah, I think I think that was a great content for us today, Yash. So thanks thanks again for doing this. And, and thanks again to our listeners for tuning into episode two of season two. Um, If you'd like to stay up to date on all things TopCast, don't forget to sign up to our email updates at page.topdesk.com forward slash TopCast. That is a tongue twister. It gets me every time. Uh, I'll see you in a couple weeks where we will discuss collaboration strategies. In the meantime, stay safe, stay tuned, and most importantly, stay excellent. Take it easy, everybody.